0: yeah how would you feel i'm not sold on this idea okay how would you feel about little mark maron style podcast mic arms oh to
1: clear up some like floor space right like i could clip one on a desk and you could clip one on the shelf on the shelf i think that'd be fun i think that'd be good um because these are a little they 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 work well but like adjusting is a little bit of a thing. Yeah. You want to make sure not to make noise and all this yeah, kind of I've, stuff. Yeah, well,
0: if I don't know if we're going to keep that in there but I was yeah. like mm, Yeah. I'm just making like <laughs> Sure.
1: Know. I'll uh, be down with that. When you said Mark Marin I got a little nervous. I was like <laughs> Oh, how would you feel about uh throwing in some free <laughs> free flowing jazz solos on guitar and oh, that's... 20 minutes of talking about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> any sort of issues that we're having. I uh <laughs> Anytime there's a somebody on
0: Mark Mirror yeah. you and know, I'm like excited to get to him. Yeah. The good thing about the length mm-hmm. of those random free guitar solos yeah. is that even if you're skipping the fifteen seconds forward really uh-huh. fast, yeah. you'll hear it. You will. You won't skip over it. It's long <laughs> enough. It's true, yeah. It's to where night. it's like yep. Okay, there here oh, comes here the thing comes. I'm
1: yeah. like, because I'm not an invested no. listener of that podcast sure. unless there's somebody on there that I'm really interested. in. I get that. I've completely left that podcast behind. To be honest, I don't even see it in my feed anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I went through a, a stint where I was very into it, but uh, yeah. I think I dropped off right after Obama did it or something. I listened yeah. to that and I was like, "That's really cool." And then sometime after that, I just started started not paying attention. Yeah, so. that's okay. I you know don't, you I don't have feel, to pay feel, attention to all of them. Uh, see, I there, feel are like I, uh, there are several. Yeah. There are there are a few now. Yeah. Welcome everybody. Now that we're past our 15 minute yet yeah. intro talk we didn't talk about any of our neuroses but <laughs>
0: mm, no um, this is
1: the common creatives podcast though so well it is
0: you know what's funny about common creatives what's funny about us
1: uh. <laughs> sorry well look in the mirror what's bro? A- <laughs> oh my god uh, what's funny about common creatives
0: i was just thinking about like we've been friends for a long time right? it's been a very long time yeah People grow up, <laughs> they grow apart. Uh-huh. I think the older you get, the more very kind of like specific you yeah, get. I think that's true. Um, like yeah. when we grew up together like kind of digging the same bands and mm-hmm. like trying to emulate the same people and then you eventually you just kind of become your own person. Yeah. And then I became my own person, you became your own person and, those, and then those two people start to like kind of whittle down. Yeah. Wh- what and who they were. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And then eventually like you're super different right Mm -hmm. um but i do think that long lasting friendships Mm -hmm. this doesn't have anything to do with star wars excellent i think long (laughs) i think long like super long lasting friendships yeah there still has to be some sort of venn diagram Uh right yeah so you have this circle and this circle and then you got your little uh sideways eyeball Uh of common interests yeah i don't know i was thinking about that the other day. that seems right to me and like i think there's an element of like creativity and excitement and the things that we uh enjoy and yeah um that's our venn diagram
1: that is our venn diagram i mean to some extent the the model of the podcast has to do with our venn diagram right yeah i mean it has to do with because we're not into exactly the same pieces of art no right uh, you can tell me to listen to something and I can listen to it. And even if I don't, even if it's not like I'm going to be listening to this for the next week, yeah, I can still appreciate it and understand. Sure. Right. And so I think to some extent it has to do with going down to that lower level of analysis where it's like, I can see why it is that you like this. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to being, as opposed to it being, well, I'm as hyped on this as you are. Yeah. Or something like that. If that makes I sense.
0: I think I just found the N. <laughs> <laughs> to Star Wars. Yeah. To talking about Star Wars. Excellent. Well, I'm so glad we did this intro. <laughs> yeah. And it's when you said, I can see why you like this. Yes. The internet okay. has changed people. Ugh. Take that back. The internet <laughs> has exposed people. It's made, Yeah. It's made um, it clear who we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into it. And. and when when Last Jedi Last Jedi, sure. Rise of Skywalker, those types of movies came yeah. out, specifically The Last Jedi. The newer ones. The internet. Yeah. The the uh what a lot of people call the toxic Star Wars fandom. Okay. I don't think it's toxic Star Wars fandom. I think it's people. Yeah. I think it's people yeah. with
1: access to internet. The thing is there's enough people who are Star Wars fans that obviously some of them yes. are going to be when you get a sample size that large. Yeah. And so many people, not only and
0: this relates to politics and all this kind of stuff. Yeah can't won't take the time to i can see what you're saying i can see yeah the thing that you love about this or yeah. i can see the thing you hate about this it's yes. like it's one star or 10 stars? Yes.
1: There is no in, in the middle. That's very have true. Have we
0: talked about IMDb ratings here?
1: You have said on, on the podcast, and the only reason I know this is because I edit them. I would have completely forgotten. Sure. You have said on the podcast, you would never rate a film one. A one star yes. rating is an attack. You have said that before. It's yes. not a review. It it's is an attack. An attack. Yes. Um, because of how hard it is to make a film, right. how much effort goes into it, how much... How many things are just wild card variables that no sure. one has control over? So, like, if a movie's okay, that took a lot of work. Right. And, you know, giving a one-star review to,
0: to a Star Wars movie yeah. versus giving a one-star review to, like, a lower-budget independent filmmaker who right. sold all of his belongings to make this thing right. are different. Yes. But. But. But i don't know at the same time it's like yeah the one the one star filmmaker or the one star reviewers are balancing out the 10 star reviewers because neither one of them are honest so maybe they
1: correct for themselves yeah well and also this has to do with we will get into star wars yeah but also this does have to do with the sort of uh democratization of criticism sure where everybody gets to be a critic now yeah i mean here we are right Mm -hmm. i think we're more sophisticated in our criticism than one star or 10 stars, typically, yes. right? Because we actually dig into it, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And we have, you and know, speaking experience of, with all the stuff.
0: Speaking of our ratings, real quick, yeah. I'm still a little upset with how I treated <laughs> Tom DeLong. Are you really? A little bit. What
1: was your rating on him? I don't even remember. It was remember. like a seven point something. Okay.
0: Anyway, yeah. I had a dream last night <laughs> that I met Tom DeLong. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I had a dream last night That's that great. I met Tom DeLong. Yeah. And it, is, is that thing like you you get faced like had, it's he, so heard, easy to had put, he heard the, the thing
1: no Was he upset no no but it's like oh yeah there yeah he, yeah he's a person he's a person too and i yeah that that makes you want to bump all your ratings up yeah because there's a person that's if, very interesting if it's an if it's it, like if it's an if, an if, if we're rating star wars like right we're not rating a person yes yeah. but if we are rating george lucas interesting then he's a one star i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah all right so All that said, we're talking about Star Wars, which everyone knows is too massive of a topic for a one-hour episode. It just is. It is. And so we are going to presume that you have a lot of back knowledge. Nothing Mm -hmm. like in the weeds, but like you know what Star Wars is. Yeah. If we say Darth Vader, you're not confused. Like this kind of stuff, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So with Star Wars... And I'll say this, too. Please.
0: Uh, This is our first episode... With the doc and the maestro. Yeah. Where the doc doesn't have a single damn note. I don't have <laughs> a single note. And right before we started recording, this I was like, this is, is good for you. This is my nightmare. This is good for you. I've got plenty. <laughs> this, this is, is my <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> it's like you, you're yeah. you having the uh, the dream where you're like, oh,
1: I do have yeah. an exam today. This and I didn't the, know about yeah. it. Yeah. I was in this class. Yeah. I missed the whole semester. Yeah. yeah. This is this is that for me. And the Definitely. best part
0: is, is like, I think for me growing up, Star Wars for me. Yeah. Is not the same as it was for you. Probably. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. you're more. You were more of a. Yeah, I like Star Wars. Yes. And I was more of a. Oh my God, the getting the books and yes. the the. Making, like, just sitting, staring in front of the the TV, building the ships with Legos and understanding how and why everything works and just, like...
1: I was not... I went through a Star Wars kick when I was in my teens at some point, but it was just a phase. I went through a bunch of phases. That was one of them. And I do have memories... I never disliked Star Wars, but I do have memories of watching A New Hope on Mm -hmm. VHS when I was very young and or uh, as our our on vhs
0: as our friend james bell who is a bigger star wars fan than either one of us would say real star wars real (laughs) that's right the vhs is real star wars because that's that's
1: pre he gave me those cuts he he had you know pirated versions of those and gave me the original cuts and stuff uh yeah this this episode goes out to our friend james who actually suggested that we do a star wars episode this is for you buddy this is for you so I have memories. We
0: just we just want you to know we love you and we appreciate you. Um, when you put an accent on it, it makes it seem not true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, if we're, if we're talking too mushy, he'd
1: just, he'd just knock us in the jaw. Oh, that's true. He would. Say, so grow up. Yeah, hard ass. No, yeah. Just- <laughs> um, but nonetheless, I have memories of watching A New Hope on VHS when I was a little kid. And I remember Darth Vader coming in because he comes in the first like five minutes or something. Yeah. Right. When they're in that in those just white, you know, uh, hallways. Yeah. Uh, and he comes walking in and I have like very visceral like low-level yeah. lizard brain memories of that and that sure. really registering with mm-hmm. me so I mean I've always liked Star Wars but I do yeah. agree it is different mm-hmm. you do- you dove into Star Wars at a level that I never did Sure so
0: which is why I have notes and you don't. that's why you got <laughs> notes exactly so let's let's jump in um, Star Wars was uh, created yeah uh, by Mr. George Lucas that's right. Um, George Lucas, I'm gonna approach this delicately because I'm not here to take Please. a big dump on Please do. <laughs> George Lucas as a creator. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, because he he gave us something very special, of course, and he is just a man, right? Right. As um, far as we know, he pushed uh, a filmmaking forward uh, with his prequels, with how how we shoot movies and how and mm. for for better or worse, yeah. Um, blue screen, com- computer graphics, visual yeah. effects. Yeah, he built one of the best uh, sound stages and mix stages and sound editing stages Uh in the country. Yes. Skywalker Sound is still, to this day, the pinnacle of, if your movie's getting mixed at Skywalker Sound, you're going to take a lot of pictures. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. This is a
1: special place. Is that a part of Skywalker Ranch, the broader... I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think so. so. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I knew, I knew he had a big, co- or it's not his, I guess, anymore or something, yeah. but a big compound. Right. Yeah. With... The first movie I ever worked on was a movie called Men Go
0: to Battle, yeah. um, written and directed by Zachary Trites, mm-hmm. um, who's originally from Louisville and is uh, lives in New York. But uh, I don't know, how, to this day, I don't know how he did it, but he yeah. had his movie mixed at Skywalker Sound. Wow. And he and uh, Duncan Pop, uh, yeah. the editor colorist that I work with, weekly yeah um he was a producer on that movie and got to go and like sent me like
1: oh my god he's like okay this is how they do this this is how they do that and it's like cool getting a lot of insights
0: yeah yeah um so he's he's done a lot for um pushing filmmaking and narrative filmmaking forward yeah but um i have a little bit of insight into what makes what he created special yeah and how he can and tends to self-sabotage what I think makes Star Wars special, huh? So okay, um, we're okay. gonna start with. Uh, I like and, that, and I'm not gonna talk much about the prequels. Sure, I feel like I'm at that stage in my life right now where I'm ready to give them another shot. Yeah, um and I was young enough when the Phantom Menace came out to where I watched it and was like, "This is fun." I remember that. Yeah, um, I remember thinking that
1: as well. But it just not feeling right yes and uh, it was it was to some extent at least to me inarticulable at the time yes. i couldn't tell you why yeah but i knew i was very excited of course it was this enormous marketing machine yeah when star wars was coming back
0: like why why are the why, why is the, it not yeah why can't i even distinguish the the lightsaber battles because they're so yeah. fast and bouncy point. and flashy and yeah. i'm like i'm having trouble following it like yeah.
1: There's no, like, it's 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 just dancing at See, this that's, point. See, that's interesting. I remember seeing the prequels, and the thought that I had about them was they look too shiny. You yeah. know what I mean? They look, and this had to do with CG, and it had to do with all yeah. these kinds of things. And I, I think the argument there is that in George Lucas's mind, yeah. the Republic was shiny. Right. It was before the Downfall. It was downside. before. Um, <clears throat> sure. Sure. But. And that, yeah. And that, I mean, that, that holds, that argument holds water, but it doesn't make the films more no. enjoyable aesthetically. Yeah. So
0: yeah. let's, let's talk about A New Hope or as cool. people in the as everybody's called Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars, as everybody called it. Yeah. I think a lot of fans <clears throat> and a lot of Star Wars, even, even kind of just passive viewers yeah, have always thought of George Lucas as this visionary who Okay, well he had episode four planned. Yes. Because he couldn't do one, two, and three yet. And yes. then he did five he did four, five, six, one, two, three, and then it was gonna be seven, eight, nine. Just just the ballsiest move. Yes. To call it part four. Right. But in theaters, when it came out, it wasn't called part four. It didn't four. have that on it, yeah. So <clears throat> Star Wars comes out. After Star Wars comes out, if you can you can to this day watch press regarding cast and people talking about, like, the love triangle
1: between Luke yes. and Leia and Han. Yeah, I've heard clips of that where they're, like, on on talk yes. shows and stuff and they're, you know, chatting about
0: that. And if memory serves me right, I don't even think the Imperial March, Darth Vader's theme doesn't even show up until episode five.
1: Is that right? Yeah. Like, wow. these things were,
0: it wasn't this master stroke of yes. things. Yes, yes. It was a, oh, this worked. How can I rework this to yeah. make, make, make my narrative work? Yeah. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. No.
1: But it's, to, yeah, it's more like the serialized sure. TV model nowadays, right? Yeah. Um, or the serials that he was sort of harkening back to, right? Exactly. The sort of Flash Gordons and exactly. things. You figure it out as you go along. Yeah. Yeah. So he made
0: the movie. Yeah. Star Wars has been made. He's assembled a rough cut. Yeah. And he uh, gets a group of his buddies mm-hmm. together to do a screening for notes. Mm-hmm. And two of these people are Steven Spielberg. That's right. And Brian De Palma. True. <sighs> I
1: didn't know Brian De Palma. Just a couple,
0: couple of his buddies. Like right uh, you do. Yeah. De Palma was quoted by Spielberg late, later on saying, "Yeah, George, it's nonsense. <laughs> this is nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> and because of these screenings, George had to kind of release a little bit of control. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, point out a couple things that
1: have differed. So let me ask this question then. Was the cut that Spielberg and De Palma saw... Different than the release, yes, yes, okay, significantly, and that's different. what you're going to talk yep. about—the differences. Okay, okay yeah. Great. So the,
0: the first thing is the original uh, crawl was significantly longer. Okay, it mentions uh, the original Republic. It yeah. mentions the the Sith lords. It yep. mentions the Jedi and what they're doing. Yeah, it mentions every little detail. Yeah, um, which to his credit, like he he you had know, that plan. He had that planned, yeah. but tons of exposition. Tons of exposition and. In the, there's more stuff and more people to uh, to meet in the 5 minutes first 5 minutes of the movie that is comprehensible. Yeah. Like this isn't Game of Thrones where you've got 5 seasons to figure out who these people are. True. So the first thing that he did was he had Brian De Palma rewrite the, the, the crawl. Yeah. And it's short to the point. There's a, there are rebel spies. Yep. They're going to this thing called the Death Star yep. and they're trying to get these plans. Go. Yeah, very clear MacGuffin, and yeah, yeah. already better. Mm -hmm. Um, you can get to that other stuff when it's the correct time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The second thing, the the very first, so you have, you know, you have this basically space battle happening. Darth Vader eventually gets, you know, captures Leia. Leia, and uh, the droids are up there, and they're Mm -hmm. like, "Oh no, what do we do? We gotta escape!" And it's this. There's a lot of tension. Yep, uh, a lot of things happening. The original cut. It cuts back and forth between the space battle happening. Yeah. And then Luke just on Tatooine, oh. just hanging out. Hanging with his aunt and uncle, right? Um with his no his, his his it's at a teenage like American graffiti style space bar. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um and nothing Oh really? Yeah, and nothing really happens. Well, the first one is Luke yeah. Skywalker just like i don't even remember he's like maybe like filling a bucket with water yeah. wearing like a bucket hat okay wow <laughs> so you have all this exciting things happening right mm-hmm. and then you cut to yeah guy with a bucket hat yeah for for a, a, enough time to where like to okay where it, who's you, this guy you, you lose, cut back yeah the m- momentum's momentum gone yes you, you lose all back, the tension you learn you, you, you oh look there are some droids and look yeah. there's uh princess leia and oh darth vader uh-huh. cut back yeah and he's down there staring up at the sky like i think there's a battle happening up oh, there yeah i just want to i want to join the you uh-huh. know rebellion and, yeah. and there and you know it's just very it, it cuts like three yeah. or four times back yeah. and forth yeah. so the first thing they do is Marsha lucas george yeah. george's wife at the time yeah i'll talk about this but one of the decisions she made as an editor completely changed the outcome of the Yeah, film. I was gonna say she played a pretty big role, yeah. right? And then there's Paul Hirsch and yeah. Richard Chu. Mm-hmm. So th- mm-hmm.
1: it was these three people's job yeah. to fix yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. So the narrative structure was just all messed up, essentially. Yeah. So right. It just didn't flow. They
0: disassembled the movie yeah. and gave it tension where it didn't exist. Yep. Um, they gave it uh they, they propelled the story forward. They just cut out scenes that were just kind of trim the fat. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, what George does uh-huh. is he's really interested in his own little, tiny little, Id- or big
1: ideas, but the little... The minutia. Right. The sort of Easter eggy... Right. Is that what you mean? Kind of so like the... Um, it's just bloated. It's bloated. Um, yeah. It's
0: bloated. It's yes. slow. Yep. And those are his ideas. Yep. So what George needs is someone to take, because I will argue that the idea for Star Wars is great. Yeah. You know, um, it, no, not anyone could come up with all of these things. So is the
1: distinction of what you're talking about here, the difference between what you would call narrative structure and like world building or like plot yes. and like world building? Yes. So world building is giving you all the backstory, giving you all, I mean, it is expositional, right? World yeah. building is expositional to some extent.
0: But a movie is it's L- more linear. It's pace. It's yeah. It's what happens next. It's yeah. moving things forward. It's yes. making it. Uh, exactly. Interesting and exciting Something to watch. happens. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. I, I think he was, he is, was just kind of less interested yeah. in that, which that is, I, you know, I, I get it. But it's like, almost
1: like a Tolkien type sure. thing uh, where you get into all this, well, tell me the story of that planet and tell me the, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So she had a big part in making the narrative structure more punchy and more like we know it today.
0: Yes. That was the, the, the first big change, was. Yeah. You have okay, and, and this was actually a really interesting thing is like these mm-hmm. droids yeah. are are have now been given this message for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So they've been put in an escape pod and they get shot off into space. Mm-hmm. And in the original cut, at this point you've you've learned that. You've mm-hmm. learned kind of who kind of who Luke Skywalker is. There's yeah. Darth Vader, there's all of these people. Yeah. And you've already been hanging out on Tatooine for a while mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. So when the when the droids hit the hit land on Tatooine, you're like, okay, they're gonna run into Luke, right? Yeah. That's yeah. just what's gonna happen. Yep. But the way they restructured the cut, mm-hmm. You haven't met Luke yet. Right. It's just this tense battle. These yes. droids finally escape. Yep. And they land on an alien a planet. God knows where. Yeah. And it's the desert. What is this? Who are they going to run into? Yes, this exactly. Is, you know, it's it's yeah. tension. It's it, mystery. Yes. And then the first time you meet Luke yep. is when he and his uncle purchase the droids. Purchase the droids, yeah. So it's, it's you have a reason to know who he That's is. That's very good. Yeah. So... It's Perfect, yeah. And the next, the, the biggest uh contribution that I think Marsha uh, Lucas made mm-hmm. so the, the last scene in the movie, um, you have you know, you have these X Wing pilots, yeah, they're trying really hard to just explode the Death Star, yeah. You've seen what the Death Star is capable of, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. it's killer. a planet killer, yeah. In the original cut, the rebels have like got the plans, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just going to go destroy the Death Star, yeah, and then they do. And it explodes. Yeah, they kill everyone on board. Sure, and everyone's happy. Uh huh. Yeah, this is great. We 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 killed them all. We did it. Yeah. Uh huh. And she was like, "Ooh, yeah. okay." First of all, where's the joy in that victory? Yeah. Where's the tension? Mm-hmm. And where's the ticking clock? Mm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. through voiceovers. Yep. Uh, which is just. Uh, ADR over inserts, yeah. so like you know, you don't ever see these people saying these yeah. things on screen. But you show a Tie Fighter and and, re- them- and reused footage uh-huh. of different uh people at the Rebel base yep. and different people on on the Death Star, yeah, with intercoms saying that the Death Star is getting ready to destroy the Rebel base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, and this is in the cut we have. Yes. Wow. So. She- yeah. She was like, give them a reason to yeah. celebrate. Okay, the Death Star is now about to destroy them. Yes. And they have to stop it. One of us is going down. Kind yes. Of thing. Yeah. And that um, creates tension in that it ticking creates, clock you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. It's the ticking clock. It's tension. It's mm-hmm. joy in the victory.
1: Joy in that we are alive. Yeah. And we didn't have to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There, and there are, there are numerous that's wild. changes like this. Yeah, that's really wild. Um, yeah. But then, you know, okay, so... Star Wars a new hope yeah is the only of the original trilogy that George Lucas directed right or wrote arguably he co-wrote La-
1: uh return of the jedi return of the jedi yeah so did he does he have a story credit on any any of them yes okay i was going to so say so he has a story credit on and all, all, all of three. them? Okay, yeah. gotcha. But this is not like based on characters created by, it is a story credit. Right. And that's a distinction, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I think what he does well yeah. as a creative
0: person uh-huh. is he understands dynamics and story in yeah. and, yeah. and the world. Yeah, yeah. But as far as a feature film screenplay, yeah, it's a craft to 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 yeah. build the hero's journey and mm-hmm. and to give it tension and to like show you know payoffs and you know setups and payoffs and all of those things definitely. And The Empire Strikes Back, which is arguably, in my opinion, the best Star it's Wars the movie, best. yeah, is one of one of the only of the first six that he didn't like just straight up yeah have yeah. his hands on the have screen. his Slide. hands
1: on yeah is it is it your is it your impression that that uh is a pretty common analysis that empire is the best one yeah it seems seems pretty common right yeah. okay yeah uh but it was written by lawrence kasdan <clears throat> right and lee uh bracket right.
0: which she never gets much yeah uh press for yeah. uh-huh. i think she uh even passed away maybe before she even got any like oh wow real press f- that's awful for, do you know why yeah. that is uh, i don't yeah um that's terrible i'd I'd listen to a podcast somebody at some point talking about the writing of 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 that movie yeah but i i I think that it's super interesting to think that like if you go back and watch the prequels Mm -hmm. which i haven't in a while i haven't either it's been several years it's been a bit yeah the thing i remember is they're they're bloated Mm -hmm. yeah they're long
1: yep it's way more about what's happening in the republic yep it's, it's about these big political shifts and trade agreements and, and all this kind yeah. of stuff and a lot of times it's just kind of boring it is well and that fits with your general analysis of what sure. lucas brought to the table in the in the right. original three what lucas needed yeah. was yeah a
0: marsha lucas or yeah. or you know paul hirsch or yeah. these people to come in and say this is working this isn't yeah and Honestly, George, this is what's
1: special about what you made. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. But. Uh-huh. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm, I know you don't have any notes, so no, I'm hogging the
1: mic. No, please do. No.
0: The thing that's special about what he made yeah. was completely his uh, lack of resources in the beginning. Yeah. So when they were like building like sets for the first movie, they didn't have a ton of money. Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. thought this was going to be
1: just. Yeah. Non-pulpy nonsense. Yeah, I heard. I heard a. Um, uh, well, and you said pulpy nonsense. That reminds me. I heard a um, anecdote that I think it was Harrison Ford. I believe it was Harrison Ford or Mark Hamill. One of them went to see a film. Um, and at that film, they showed the trailer for Star Wars before it came out. Have you heard this anecdote? No. Um, and so apparently they showed the trailer and all this stuff. And it's it's very... You know, at the time, you had nothing to compare it to except for like if you knew what Flash Gordon was or these sort of, you know, early sci-fi serials or something like sure. that. I mean, it looks a lot like that stuff. And so... Um, they said, uh, that at the end of the trailer, uh, you know, it said coming whenever to a theater near you or something like this. And Mark Hamill or Harrison Ford, I should have looked up this anecdote. Um, they were they were sitting there and they were just very excited to see this yep. trailer and then somebody in the audience they said coming through soon to a theater near you and then it went dark and they go and then to TV two months later or something <laughs> like that and uh, and he was like oh god you know yeah so it, it was m- it might as well ex- have just heard a wah, wah, wah. <laughs> exactly yeah. so yeah no so you're right I mean it wasn't expected to be sure what it turned into um, yeah. even like so
0: they built these sets yeah and when something felt too kind of like uh modern or plain uh-huh. the set director, decorator and the art art department would just say uh glue more junk to the wall yeah they would just come <laughs> yeah, in and just sure. put stuff yeah until it just felt yeah. lived in yeah and alien yep
1: but like kind of gritty and dirty and yeah. like and it makes all it look of the
0: things that the prequels
1: didn't have yeah it makes it look like things are functional to some extent right sure. and glue more junk to the wall it looks yeah. like not only more have people junk. people have spent a lot of time there yeah and there are all these bells and cranks and whistles that yeah. who knows what they do yeah um and that's part of the sort of visual world building right right that you're right the prequels didn't really focus on right that. and
0: and and you know how creative that art department had to be with so little money and just access to junk yeah um was special right i yeah. mean mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you have a space western essentially yeah it's, it's mm-hmm. it and you have this this uh this hero who's like kind of a nobody yeah right mm-hmm. um just just a uh uh what a oof, i forget what he does that's embarrassing oh like, no he's farmer. a moisture farmer moisture is that right? farmer, yeah um which i'm gonna get into as well mm-hmm. um, yeah briefly I'm, I'm not i'm this is not gonna be a two-hour episode right but it could be a five hour episode oh of course yeah so the, the things that that, that make you know, Star Wars special are Uh these, are the, are, are the things kind of set up in this first movie, but that wasn't Lucas's intention. Yeah. His intention was to make this kind of big scoping shiny thing. And that's what he tried to do with the prequels. Mm -hmm. And then, and this is, there's a documentary called the people versus George Lucas, um, Which after watching it, I'm like, oh, this guy kind of sucks, but oh thank- sure but also thanks for everything you've given us. yeah, you know, it's like this yeah. like I don't want to be ungrateful yeah, but when I w- when we were kids mm-hmm. uh, right before the prequels came out, the the original movies were re-released, digitally remastered yep with new visual effects. Mm-hmm and that's fine uh-huh you know this new technology came about you uh-huh. know now you have these these scenes that were paced really well yeah but then of but like but also like he wanted to put a bunch of aliens there uh-huh. so like you have this establishing scene that just lasts for like 20 seconds too long because yes. you can
1: yes because you can um exactly
0: which is you know he's like well this is what i it, it meant to, this is what i meant had in my head all along yeah okay that's fine yeah he re-released it you can that's fine but the thing he did was essentially say these are my toys not yours yes and I'm gonna do with them well, what I want yes and the reason I say that is because he
1: made it impossible to purchase the original version he locked them away he do you locked know them do you away. know if this has changed since Disney bought Star Wars I'm not sure there's, I, there's I, like a new version okay of stuff now yeah um, I've still I still have the pirated original version you know files of the original real versions because it's the only (laughs) way you can watch but yeah exactly um this reminds me too and this is a little bit tangential and i'm sure we'll do an episode on her at some point but this reminds me a little bit too of the approach toward art that jk rowling has as well which is like this notion that ultimately what matters is what the author intended right sure. so like you know he he the fact that he can lock away these old versions or that he did lock away those old versions and then he came out and said i always wanted this in there so now it's in there it's like that presumes that the piece of art really comes down to what you always wanted and maybe it just doesn't i mean yeah. this whole conversation that we've been having about the influences of the other people yeah. on george lucas reining him in or drawing yes. him out in different ways it's like it's collaborative it's collaborative you know what i mean and once it's
0: made it's I, you yeah know, in my opinion it's yes. like
1: it belongs to the people right exactly um now it's out there now right. it's its own thing you can't really con- i mean you can control it but you, you can, know what i'm saying and
0: you, and you can try but yeah. it's it's just gonna feel like it yes. feels when he does you know it's yeah. like mm-hmm. the the reason that documentary exists <laughs> you know yeah um yeah exactly you know these are my toys not yours like no there are yeah. our toys too yeah Um, And we want to watch, like, I don't have a VHS player anymore, so I want to watch the original.
1: Like, I want Han to shoot first. Yes. Because that's important to his character. You're watering down his (laughs) character. Yeah. And I've heard, and this may have come from that documentary, I think I saw that at some point, but um, from things that I've read about it, critiquing the prequels, and then also talking about his updates to the originals, was that some of that might have come out of him softening as he got older sure and i don't know enough about his biography to speak to that in any detail but the notion of like he really wanted han just to be a good guy he doesn't want him to blow the guy away you know what i mean he but wants him to be a good guy yeah. and it's like don't make movies <sighs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: like, you know sure yeah. like yeah write fan fiction yeah. for yourself uh, yeah exactly. and then if you change as you get older yeah. like rewrite it
1: Re- yeah exactly it's
0: like you made the yeah. thing and you put it out there it's yeah. like
1: I get it, but, like... <laughs> or do the, you know, the... I forget what year this stuff was happening in, but, like, do the 1995 George Lucas cut. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And release it as a separate thing and be like, here's my take in 95. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. But anyway, no, this... no, I mean, this notion of collaboration is, is key. But it's super interesting now.
0: Yeah. I, I don't have Disney+, Plus, but from yeah. what I understand, there's a th- new third version. Yeah. To where... <laughs> i mean it, this at this point it's just silly yes okay yes but the new disney plus version you have han shooting first mm-hmm. in the first version okay you have the remaster where it's just grito mm-hmm. shir- like now he shoots first and misses by feet okay and then han has to protect himself of course now the new version it's kind of like they both kind of shoot at oh the my same time so it's uh-huh. like let's find a let's find a middle ground and make everyone happy it's like <sighs>
1: that is the most milk
0: toast yeah approach there is nothing wrong with having a character who has a who yeah. has an arc and who learns uh-huh. something exactly yeah the idea that you that you yeah. have to start out as a hero to become like exactly. is is garbage
1: because yeah. in, in that sense, then like, oh, we're all screwed. Of course, <laughs> yeah, because like, no one starts it, yeah. Right. Um, no, and it's also the thing where, and this ties into something that I want to dig into, and we don't have to get into it right now, but I want to talk about what it means in the context of Disney, uh, to have Star Wars, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the prequels a little more first, or do you have more analysis on the originals or anything? What about Jedi? Should we chat about that for just a minute? Yeah, I don't have any particular points, but just no, in, in I think, general. Yeah,
0: I think what, what's what's interesting about Jedi is yeah. that again, it's it's just another another kind of rewrite. You don't yeah. learn that. Yeah, Leia is his sister until Jedi because yeah. they didn't have that. Because they didn't know. Figured out, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Which makes other things play weird and Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She (laughs) she kisses him on the mouth to make Han jealous and Uh
0: Empire and yeah. You know, a lot of people hated the uh, Ewoks. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, they were the sort of they were sort of precursor to Jar Jar. Eventually, right? I mean, this sort of yeah.
0: Which do you know Jar Jar's story?
1: I don't. Um, While we're on the prequels. Yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The actor who played Jar Jar Binks. Yeah almost jumped off of a bridge and killed himself. Whoa. Because of Star Wars. Because of Star Wars? Yes. Holy shit. So you have this 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 man, uh, this yeah. this young black actor, yeah. who gets the role of a lifetime sure. to be in Star Wars. Of course. And he, he, he wants uh, to do his best. Oh, no. And he's super excited this is going to start his career. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then he's hated, but not only is he hated... But he's also told that he um, is uh, his character is yeah. a, a, a racist yeah.
1: against. Yeah, it's uh, like a racial stereotype. Like a racial yeah. stereotype. Yeah,
0: and it ruined his life. Yeah, like he almost killed himself. Sure. Um, and now he's doing like a bunch of like uh, motivational speaking. Okay. And, and do you know his name offhand? Yeah his his name is Ahmed Best. Okay. So A H M E D B E
1: S T. Yeah. So these days he's doing motivational speaking and stuff. Yeah, there's
0: actually a a short documentary like on YouTube or something that he that kind of gets into it a little bit. Uh Okay. Yeah. But that also kind of goes goes hand in hand with this idea of Star Wars fandom just being dangerous. Yeah. Um. With like how connected we are and how. It's like it's not not this guy's fault. No, I mean Jake Lloyd, the, yeah. the kid who played Anakin, um, yeah. Recently was diagnosed as a paranoid sch- paranoid schizophrenic. Wow. And his his life has spiraled out of control since Star Wars. Oh, and my it goodness. St- and it started with people just hating the kid. Really? He would go. He he, he got this job to be Anakin, like uh-huh. the biggest job the biggest in the biggest job in the world. Yeah. He goes back to school and he's yeah. just
1: right constantly bullied. Yeah. You know, man, that is nuts. It's nuts. It's it's wild that people would be upset with the actors portraying these folks i oh, mean of course it speaks to unfor- i mean this is i don't know i'm just gonna say honestly what i'm thinking that seems to speak to the stupidity of, of people who are responding that way yeah we're, you know what i mean like yeah oh, absolutely they don't understand even if okay i think it's a plausible reading of the jar jar character uh just in my own exposure to that character. Sure. It's a plausible reading that that's a little bit problematic. Um Well th- there are other you know what I mean. But yeah. Lucas did that with other exactly. races throughout the prequels. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so like it's a plausible reading on that that like look there's some there's some messed up stuff going on with race and how it's treated in these films. Right. Um why would that why would that make you want to Lash out against the actor portraying right. the character that just um, seems and
0: just to fast forward a little bit. Yeah, you know, I'm done with the prequels. We can talk. Sure. You know, yeah, yeah. We can sure. talk about. Uh, we can move on forward. Stuff, but yeah. um, so uh, the actor who plays Rose in the Last Jedi, yeah. uh, Kelly Tran, uh-huh. who I, I really enjoyed, had to leave social media wow. due to death threats. Wow. Um,
1: because the fandom death threats hated her. God, it's like. <laughs> What are you doing? Yeah, like what are you doing? Um, you know, and I mean, t- to some extent, this is a bit of a this is a bit of a tangent or a uh, just you know free floating idea. But Star Wars is one of those fandoms yeah. where you hear people compare it to religion, right? I sure. mean, there is even in part of the part of the literature in religious studies there's something called new religious movements which is basically all the new religious movements that have been started and the cults and all this kind of stuff yeah. in the 20th century and up till now and one element of that is something called <clears throat> i think it's called invented religions is what they call it so like if you want to found a new religion one way to do it is just say hey i invented this right as opposed sure. to pretending that it's super old and jedi is one of those right yeah. so people and i forget the numbers but people in Enough numbers that you can that you can do sociological statistics on them. Register as Jedi in Western yeah. Europe and in the Americas, and putting your doctorate to use right now. Exactly, hard. Do, doing my best. Who and needs notes when you got a doctor? Who needs notes when you can talk about Jedi? But folks do that, and they talk about like I don't. I my understanding of folks who identify this way is they don't. Most of them don't think that George Lucas was any sort of supernatural prophet or anything, but they do think that the mythology describes how the world feels to them enough that it can sort of anchor sure. their reality. And so what you're saying just made that go off in my head because I was like, this makes me believe it's some people's religions. Sure. Right, The fact that you would be terrible to someone about it. Right. You know what I mean? Because to you, your mythology is more important than this person. Yeah. Uh, like that, sure. that is wild. So i don't know tangential but sure. nonetheless i can't believe they got death threats about that yeah she had to leave yeah. i mean
0: yeah had to close herself off in the world um <sighs> yeah that's unfortunate it's 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 crazy <laughs> it's crazy they're movies it is crazy movies yeah. which i really enjoy
1: yeah they're fun but they're but entertainment they're films yeah exactly um yeah for okay. sure so
0: uh, I,
1: yeah go ahead no i was gonna say i don't mean to equate jedi with people doing death threats i'm not saying that so just to be fair but anyway
0: it's like it i mean you know it's it's just kind of where society is now With Uh
1: what well and some of that has to do with the fact that i don't want to know what everyone's thinking all the time well and and you said at the beginning of the podcast that uh the internet had changed us and then you kind of went back on that i think it has a little bit sure in so far as not as many people would be making death threats if they had to make those threats face to face. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if you can just scream a death threat into the void and never have yeah. to interact with a person, you're more likely to do it. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know.
0: And also, I, I, I was listening to a podcast earlier where the uh, the host was talking about the internet and Twitter and how like Twitter has become a broadcasting sure uh, system yeah with no reception exactly so it's just yeah. people broadcasting just broadcasting and no n- yeah. no
1: receiving there's no one on the other side yeah exactly yeah. yep um, very true all right so do we want to talk about the recent ish yeah. shift in uh, the, star wars the new ones uh yeah, yeah. so the disney uh, purchase yeah. and stuff like that and
0: i'll go ahead and say that like i am regarding being a star wars fan like yeah. for me it's like the movies yeah um i haven't oh, really yeah. watched the shows yep. i haven't yep. read any of the books or anything yep. uh there are people like James who is like this is he knows the world he knows deep. deep yeah 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 but just like comic books like yeah think about Batman mm-hmm. and yeah. what's Batman's true story yeah yeah doesn't matter doesn't matter yeah. it, it's who wh- whatever story you're reading that's his true story that's yeah. his that's his yeah. you know
1: and Star Wars is one of those properties like Batman where I mean I went through a phase where I tried this is probably six seven years ago where I tried to like. Get real! De- I wanted to cover all my bases in yeah. the Batman world. I wanted to read everything. You yeah. know what I mean? To watch everything and and engage with everything. And it's too much yeah. for one person. I've read a, a lot of Batman. Yeah, um, it's not the MCU. It's
0: not the Marvel no. Cinematic Universe where it's like no. starts with Iron Man. Uh-huh. And it ends with wherever we are now, and all of these movies, (laughs) there's a, all of these people are working together to make this one thing. Uh Yeah, exactly. Like, Star Wars and all the stuff that came before Disney's purchase, like all of those books and all of those comics Uh and all that stuff. No one's talking to each other. They're just making decisions on what they want.
1: Yep, exactly. Um, And as long as it doesn't have some big, wild contradiction with the, you know, whatever the highest selling properties are yeah then probably you know uh yeah so all that said we are focusing on the movies yeah um i know that clone wars uh gets clone a lot of wars, love rebels rebels <laughs> other stuff some of the comics right yeah. i mean with the disney purchase disney owns marvel too so they started coming out i want to say dark horse was like releasing star wars yeah, comics so. for a while i think you're right uh, i think it was them uh nevertheless so there's there's too much star wars to talk about yeah too you much know. Let's so, talk about the movies.
0: So outside of the 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 three trilogies, you have yeah. Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. Um, Rogue Rogue huh. One. We're we'll spoiled. This stuff. Yeah. Sure. So Rogue One was one of those movies where I went in watching it and kind of knowing where it took where it took place. Yeah. And then at the very end of the movie, Tiff and I were in the theater just watching, and yeah. she and she leaned over and she said, "Oh my God, are they going to kill everybody?" <laughs> and then it just clicked. I'm like, yeah. None of these characters are yeah. ever mentioned ever again. Obviously. Uh-uh. Of course, they're all going to die. Of course, yeah. This is awful. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, it's kind of one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I would agree with that, yeah. Um, And I'll tell you the reasons. Yeah. Reason number one. Yep. Uh, This is the superficial reason. Mm -hmm. I, as an adult, felt afraid of Darth Vader. Ah, yes. I felt That's a great reason. I had forgotten about that, yeah. It's like when I was a kid, anytime I think of something like in a movie that really made me feel uh dread or afraid yeah i thought of terminator 2 okay because as a kid the idea that like they're being chased by this unstoppable force that's going to just slice you to like yeah you're you 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 can't do anything except for hope that this this lesser terminator can help
1: you we got to do a terminator episode anyway Uh, keep going absolutely
0: and the feeling of like there's nothing you can do this terrifying thing is just going to crush your bones i love it and you're dead yeah and i felt that watch and i'm like (laughs) but as an adult it was more of a oh like rubbing my hands together
1: like he is so scary
0: in that section of the movie
1: well and that is something that that character had lost for a long time yeah right i mean he was scary in it is new hope where he force chokes the guy right yeah Yeah. um it's early on too i believe right where they're all sitting around the yeah he had it there where it was like oh my god yeah they were like you know he's got this pseudo sort of space samurai suit on uh which is not accidental and he was intimidating and then you lose that later on when you get anakin and this exploration of anakin and what he means and also just the sort of halloweenification of darth vader where it's like everybody buys a darth vader helmet and he's so accessible and all this stuff you know yeah that really brought it back
0: yeah so so that being said yeah um, that was a kind of the superficial thing but sure. it, it ties into my main reason mm-hmm. and i honestly feel like rogue one so far yeah has been the only star wars movie that wasn't made for children yeah um and i I don't say that to be demeaning to the other ones no of course star wars it's 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 fun it's light it's disney it's yeah and there are some and darker it's a kids things movie to, it's kids stuff an, yeah Kids aren't gonna go and watch Rogue One yeah. and, and
1: and and feel like everyone dies, it's war. Everyone dies, it's war. And also you don't I mean, you have a little bit of this in there, but you don't have nearly as much focus on the sort of superhero Jedi figure. No. Right? Yeah. The sort of because there's the one guy and I forget his name, the blind guy, right? Yeah. Who is in touch with the force mm-hmm. and this kind of thing. But it's not as much about and is arguably a gay character. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, is that revealed in the film? It's been a while since I've seen. Rogue no, One. I, but if you watch it, I think there are definite there are, intentions. Oh, of, okay.
0: You know that he and his yeah partner who okay. was there. Oh, right, right, right. right. If you, you if you rewatch it with yeah. that
1: lens, it's like oh, this is kind of it beautiful. all makes sense. Yeah it's, yeah, it's nice. Well, that's nice. Yeah, but he so he's in there, but he's certainly not the sort of superhero archetype yeah that the sort of other jedis can be yeah and so it is very much focused on the wars element of star wars yeah. i mean it's yeah. it,
0: you know it, it's it's a very s- simple plot of yeah. they've got to put together a team to mm-hmm. go and get this thing right yep yep we could do an episode on rogue one too because yeah. like if you watch the first trailer uh-huh. and then watch the movie uh-huh. you can tell that they had to reshoot and change the plot yeah that jen urso's role in the in the first was she was a go-getter mm-hmm. put me in the rebellion let uh-huh. me go get this thing uh-huh. but then they ended up deciding that she should have should be an unreluctant hero yeah
1: um which is more interesting yeah. Right. did they have production uh issues during that film or was that um, uh because i know they didn't solo like pretty yeah, heavy but
0: I, I, I don't know that they had i i think you know the media blows that kind of stuff out of proportion. Sure. Yeah. From what I understand, and and from my speculation personally, mm-hmm. is just that after the movie was made, they decided to make that that big plot change okay. with her, and then okay. they went through and did reshoots. Gotcha. Uh, and yeah, you know, watching the movie, the, the only way you can tell is if you watch the original trailer, yeah. and and she, she answers a question differently, and you're like, I see, oh, okay, so, so it gave her different, yeah. yeah where she's that like sense. that trailer where she's like i rebel i rebel yeah it's so dope <laughs> yeah it it's is so dope. cool yeah yeah for sure um and the the, sure. the music for that movie was m- written by michael giacchino oh and or giacchino i guess is the correct way to say it uh-huh and he was hired like four or five weeks before it was done <laughs> God. because uh alexander desplat despla uh, yeah. however you say it yeah he's great. Um, yeah he's wonderful <laughs> yeah um but he was fi- fired i think really from Wow. I think, and I think it was just because like he probably made a great score that didn't feel enough like Star Wars.
1: Okay. So, it wasn't like fired, fired, like intense clash or anything. No. It was just I, this like. This stuff happens. Yeah, of course. All the it's time. It's just not personal. It's just like, oh, yeah. that doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah, of course. Um,
0: so uh, Michael Giacchino comes in and, you know, he, he, he'll he probably, then he he does so, mu- so much great stuff. I'm a big fan of his. And sure. And he started with like Lost. Uh-huh. Um, he did some Star Wars video games early on in his career. Okay. And uh, the score is like, I think it's kind of special, and a lot yeah. of people didn't like it. But like, yeah. he, he does a theme for Jenna Erso, uh-huh. and for me, deconstructing it, figuring out how these things work, yeah, he uses the same chord chord uh, notes that John Williams yes. uses okay. for for the melodies. I
1: remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: to where her theme is actually if you rearrange it, is kind uh-huh. of the Force theme. Yeah. Uh, and so
1: that builds in all this connective tissue that yes. most people are never going to notice, but they're going to, like, feel it. They're going to feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, and John yeah, Williams, ha- you know, he's yeah. very specific with, uh-huh.
0: you know, it, and it's just, it's not, probably not super intentional as much as just, this is how he hears music.
1: What else did Michael Giacchino do that uh, folks would know that was more prominent?
0: Um, so he, he's done a lot of the Pixar movies. Okay. So he did uh, The Incredibles, okay. Up, uh-huh. inside out. Yeah. Um he just did the new Jurassic Park movies. Okay. Um he yeah. started with Lost like yep. I said. Yep. Um he he's done most of JJ Abrams stuff, so gotcha. like Super 8. Um it's kind of ridiculous the amount r- ridiculous the amount of stuff he's done. Yeah. And he did uh his first horror movie for um new Batman director, Cloverfield. What's his name? Oh, uh Matt Reeves. M- Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. <laughs> um so Matt Reeves was yeah. like and I guess he worked, He had worked on Cloverfield. Cloverfield didn't have a score, but yep. it did have a suite at the end okay. that he wrote for Matt Reeves, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense because Matt Reeves and J.J. Abrams kind of mm-hmm. worked together on Cloverfield because, mm-hmm. you know, the slush-o stuff, and yeah. you could get into that stuff, yeah. you know, and it's super fun. Yeah, that is fun. Like kind of the viral marketing. We'll do an episode thing. on that, too. Yeah. So uh, Matt Reeves hired uh, Michael Giacchino to yeah. do... The Let Me In yep. remake of Let the Right One In. Gotcha. And then he he did um, the Planet of the Apes movies with Matt Reeves, mm-hmm. and now he's doing the Batman with yeah. Matt Reeves. So nice. the idea that you have this guy who is very unlike Junkie XL or Hans Zimmer, yeah, and really very unlike Danny Elfman, uh-huh. doing his take of the Batman. Someone very new is very exciting yeah. to me as a. That's composer. gonna be that's gonna be very interesting. Okay, that's that's my rant.
1: No, yeah, totally. So. Rogue One, you got anything else you want to say about that? Or do you want to do you want to talk about Solo first and then the trilogy? Or yeah, let, what's your... So here's what's interesting about Solo. Have yeah. you seen it? I have seen... Uh, here we go. Yeah. I have seen one half of Solo. Okay. <laughs> and did you just yeah. hate it? I didn't hate it. I just... It didn't get me. It didn't sure. capture me. I was like, eh, okay. Yeah. And this goes into something I want to talk about more sure. generally with Disney's run at Star Wars. But
0: yeah. Yeah. So I watched Solo. Uh-huh. Um after after it came out in theaters it was already on iTunes uh-huh. and was thinking like okay I'll just give it a shot yeah people hated it yeah so I'm gonna give it a shot and I watched it and I'm like oh it's uh-huh. fine it's fine yeah there's the, like the, I, I feel like the character like I feel like if they continued with uh-huh. the guy that played yeah like I think he could do some really cool stuff yeah like, he's charming sure he, he 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 you know all of these things yeah but because the fandom decided they didn't want a star wars movie it was doomed before it started yeah right yeah
1: so like yeah well okay so how much of solo because solo was not a huge success at least to my understanding no it was like
0: the first star wars movie that like was like okay so like you can't just put star Wars on something. It's not everything
1: works, which is weird because some of that stuff seemed like such great ideas. Right. Uh, yeah. You got, uh, what's his name is Lando. Um, child. Yeah. Donald Donald Glover. Glover. Yeah. Uh, (sighs) Yeah. it's great. I know. It just works so well. Uh, How much of it do you think has to do with the fact that the fans rejected it just out of hand, and then how much of it do you think has to do with the production problems, and the rewrites, and the reshoots, and all that stuff? Because I know that stuff happens a lot, but at least to my understanding, Solo was one where they were deep, deep into production, and they fired the director or the directorial team. Directors, yeah. Yeah. And then brought on Ron Howard, right? And he just kind of finished it. it up. Yeah. So... And I don't know all the politics and yeah, the ins and so the outs of the that. The politics but, of that
0: was yeah. so. This directing team ended up after being fired from Solo. They went on to do yeah, uh, in Into the Spider Verse, which won great. Like, That's right. What's one Oscar? One film, Oscars, did, Yeah. Did great. It was amazing. Um, but Kathleen Kennedy, who is like the head of George, yeah. or Lucasfilm. Yep. And Lawrence Kasdan decided that these guys were a little too improvisational. Okay. Um, so when you, when you have something as, as big as the, you know, the Han Solo, uh, yeah. origin story. It's a machine, right? Like, I mean. They're like, hey, here's the script, stick to it, make the thing yep. and move on. And they yep. were more like, well, let's, okay, we'll, we'll do your take and then we'll play. Yeah. And they didn't like, and didn't Disney didn't, Lucasfilm didn't want that. Yeah. So they brought in somebody who's very skilled in making, a, you know, yeah a movie work and like, sure. It's not a bad movie. Yeah. It's not a great movie. Yeah. But it's not a. It's not a one. St- <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like. Oh it's fine. yeah. It's not garbage. It's fine. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, mean, and yeah. arguably, it's as fine as like Return of the Jedi. Uh-huh. You know, it's like uh-huh.
1: that's not a great movie. Right. Right. Um. Well, okay. So some of this also has to do with the sheer quantity of movies like that that we're getting. Yes. Right. Genre pictures, sci-fi movies. Big spectacle. Okay. Uh, can
0: I? Can I? Yeah. Re- rewind. Yeah, please. I'm not saying that that Return of the Jedi and Han Solo are, the Solo are are e- equivalent. Equivalent. Yeah. That's silly to say. Of course. Because of what you know, Return of the Jedi represents for like film. So, I don't it, want to be the guy that said they're no. the same. But no. No no, like, no. 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 What my argument is is like, it's not a terrible thing.
1: But and, and I guess my question would be if you pop them. Out of their contexts. Yeah. And you just look at the artifact itself. Yeah. Not to say that they're the same, but could you say, I mean, roughly quality-wise, these are both fun adventure movies that aren't like, it's not The Godfather Part II or Schindler's List or something. Mm -hmm. These are fun action adventure movies. And the fact that when we got Jedi, nothing like that had been done, period, where you had this big trilogy. And now it's like, you know, this is one in a series of connected universe type movies yeah. that are big budget, that are fun, that are at least decently well done. Yeah, and so you really have to be crazy different, yeah, to make a splash, I guess.
0: And you know, I think I think that's the problem now with movies and entertainment and mm. even music. Um, sure. I actually, just watched the Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix, Kay. which is actually kind of great. Nice. Um, always been kind of a Taylor Swift fan in we, the sense that, like, yeah. When we were on the road and she had a new album came out, yeah. I was the guy in the van kind of jamming it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, you know, her thing is that she writes all of her songs uh-huh. and she has a sound. Yeah. Um, is she a great singer? Who cares? Let's do like, a Taylor Swift episode soon. We should. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But she had this point of like, this is actually really interesting. She's like, I'm, I'm getting close to 30. Uh-huh. And as, a, as a, a, a woman pop artist, like when I hit 35, like my value... You know, is basically gone. So God, that's what I yeah. have to do, I have to reinvent myself every album. Yeah. Um, in order to stay shiny and new, whereas a lot of men don't have to do that. Yeah. So that that that's the music version, and then you have these films where it's like, and especially with this new, and th- this will lead us right into the new Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. A movie is a movie. Mm-hmm. You have so many different ways to do plot. You have so many different ways to do character, and mm-hmm. same with music. You have twelve notes. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, and to to think that you have to reinvent it and make it something beyond a movie yeah. every time yeah. is ridiculous is yeah um, it's not doable to think right? and, and this leads into okay the force awakens was jj abrams version of star wars which yeah. was hit with a lot of mixed reviews yeah he did the death star again uh-huh. um, plot wise <laughs> yeah. but he yeah. did he did kind of create the create this interesting character in ray yeah um and even the the idea that finn is this uh stormtrooper a rebellious storm, storm mm-hmm. that's
1: cool that's interesting and new and, and yeah. then you
0: have poe who is mm-hmm. basically what they want what george lucas wanted han solo to be in the beginning yeah just this heroic leather yeah. jacket wearing dude mm-hmm. who's just doing the right thing and yeah. he's got a blaster
1: but he's also super cool and but he's also super <laughs> he's cool got and he has the... his own droid exactly um, yeah 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 and when that movie came out That's i enjoyed great. the hell out of it oh me too i it loved super it super fun and yeah. i get i get the critiques
0: sure i get that you know the uh, let's do death star but like yeah. as big as you can make it's, it like, it's new hope again but yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever but like <laughs> whatever did i go in there and enjoy it exactly did it have a
1: lot of cool and gr- yeah. great things to offer yeah. yes yeah and to some extent, when I saw when I saw Force Awakens, you know, my takeaway from that was, oh, this is what, and this is what they were going for, this is what the prequel should have been, right? Yeah. This is a continuation. It feels different, but it still feels like all the things that but, I love about it. Because
0: J.J. Abrams said, yep. I have my finger on the pulse of what I think made Star Wars special. Uh-huh. The thing that George Lucas didn't chose or lost sight of or something well he chose in my opinion that like no that's not what's special about it what's special about it is all the other stuff that i put in there sure um not the accident of it's like low budget (laughs) like yeah dusty yeah so um they make force awakens Mm -hmm. you have this new character uh, female lead which is great yeah and she's really interesting and the whole thing is who is her Who is she who is she yeah yeah
1: which is a great uh, question to have at a, the center of that film. It's great, so good.
0: Bring on Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Who I'm who yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of. Me Rian too. Johnson. I like Ryan Johnson a lot. I, I, I like most of the movies he's made. Yep. Uh, Brothers Bloom. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Great movie. Looper.
1: Looper was I, great. I, I really liked Looper. Me too. I thought it was great. Um, that was the movie when I heard he was doing Star Wars, and then I was like, "What else did he do?" Looper. I was like, "Oh, oh, sweet." Like um Brick was great. Did you see Brick, Brick? I haven't seen Brick. No, I've seen like the opening scenes of Brick and I haven't seen it all.
0: You know the the premise it's it's yeah. it's a bunch of high schoolers. Yeah. But it's a noir. It's a noir. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. hard noir. Yeah, I got to see it. Where that. you have this guy who's might as well be like yeah. Smoking in black and white. Exactly. Trying to figure out this thing that happened and he's like a private eye, but he's just a yeah. kid in high school. Sure. And then he goes to like this kid's parents house and like it actually feels dangerous I gotta and it see, is dangerous. I got to see this. But, like, yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um and then he actually just just went went and made knives out which did really oh, well. Knives out was fun, man. It's such a fun yeah. movie. It's so such cool. a fun
1: twist on the who done it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He did a who done it and he just did it well. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's got style and it's yeah. it's well, just good.
0: Yeah, he did a Who Done It, but at the same time it wasn't a whodunit. Yeah, you're you're yeah, you're yeah. absolutely uh, right. So yeah. we'll 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 do a Ryan Johnson episode. For sure. Point. Yeah. So he makes this movie, Tiff and I go see it on opening weekend. Mm-hmm. We watch it and our jaws are like to the floor. Sure. Like it's it's really emotional. Yeah. You know, the the scene with the uh Laura Dern's uh-huh. character and she does the sacrificial play. Yeah. Um just so many like great sure. things happening. Yeah. And I'm like Wow, this is going to go down in history as like one of the best Star Wars movies ever. That's <laughs> yeah. what I thought. Wow. I went to work next day, the next day talking to Brian about it and he's yep. like he's like, "Man, it was it was really something special, wasn't it?" I'm like, "Yeah, it was." Mm. And then he's like, "I don't I don't get all the hate." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. He's like he's like, "Oh, you didn't hear? Yeah. No. This movie is the lowest rated Star Wars movie in the history of Star Wars sure. for the audiences. Uh-huh. This movie is the highest rated movie in the Star Wars franchise for critics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how to unpack this myself. In my opinion, it's the second best Star Wars movie. Okay. It's Empire and, and then, then The Last Jedi. Last Jedi, yeah. Um, and I don't know how much of that is just me saying, you guys are being dumb. This yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know how much of that is, is honest. I'm just
1: being well. Real. L- let me ask you what you think is great about it. What is great about Last Jedi? Because I like Last Jedi as well. Yeah. I don't understand the hate for it. Um, that said i do remember having mixed feelings about it okay um i didn't feel that it was the sort of and and to some extent it might be my experience of it might be a victim of the fact that it is a higher quality aesthetically made film yes. than was force awakens mm-hmm. right force awakens big splashy adventure film i get all the, i get all the beats that i want yeah. right it's entertainment to a t Yes. Right. No. Absolutely. Uh, and that's not what Last Jedi gave you. No. And uh, and the
0: rise you haven't seen the
1: rise yet, right? I haven't, and we'll we'll talk about why I haven't. But okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to spoil any of that or no? It's fine. Whatever. Uh, people know what they're signing up for. So to this. we'll
0: just say Rise picked yeah. up right where kay. Force Awakens. It's it's a splashy,
1: dirty tonally. It's the yeah.
0: You're gonna cry a lot. You're yeah. gonna laugh a lot. Yeah. You're gonna feel a lot, and yep. then afterward you're gonna be like, wow. Yeah wait, what? <laughs> okay. You're going to think, oh, so like they can... Comp- uh, okay, rewind, rewind. Sure, sure, sure. The Last Jedi. Yes. The first thing he does, mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson does, is he's like, you know what's more interesting than her being some really important person is if she's a nobody. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. he was hated People for that. did not like that at all. The idea that you can just be special without having some sort of like hierarchy lineage is okay.
1: is so let me let me ask a question about this because okay. I, on the one hand i understand that thinking mm-hmm. and i'm not inherently against it you know she just specialness doesn't come from lineage it comes from who knows right the universe just hiccups it out sometimes or it comes from character building or it comes from whatever but i do think there is a plausible read on that plot point that would say well then what the hell's the point right? right what the hell's the point of the mystery why make it a thing that we don't know who she sure. is and then make the payoff oh she's nobody do you know yeah. what i mean um and so i i could understand a plausible one. Yeah. what i read i mean most of the the feedback that i came into contact with was not that sort of unhateful view of like what's the what's the narrative logic right it was i hate this because she you know i mean because she's not a skywalker or whatever um yeah i don't know um yeah and and i and again yeah i i get it sure but
0: Mm -hmm. i feel like the intent for ryan johnson to come in and kind of like Mm -hmm. dissect and uh flip the script on what you would expect, yes, is just inherently more interesting mm-hmm. than where it end, ends up in in okay. Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Because what's interesting is that it's not, it's not like that. It, it's less like I think George Lucas just changing his mind as he goes. Yeah, it's like you've got people at Disney and Lucasfilm. Yes, who are saying, yeah, and and you know the the script for Episode three or Episode nine. Yeah, was leaked after Rise of the Skywalker. And Rey was still a nobody, okay. but she bec- she essentially is like she's taken in by the Skywalkers. I see. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The point is that she becomes a Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I, which I think is is interesting. Sure. <laughs> like I can't even un- unpack yeah. a-, a lot of
1: it. So let me let me say this: Is there anything else you want to say plot wise or anything about or vibe wise about Rise of Skywalker? Because well, I, I I will say that. I haven't seen Rise of Skywalker and I went back and forth about, I mean, I knew we were going to be recording this. Yeah. Uh, my weeks have been pretty hectic yeah. and I tried to figure out, do I really want to definitely make time to see Rise of Skywalker? And I sort of purposefully decided that I didn't. Um, okay. not, I'm not avoiding it. I will see it, obviously. I like Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it would be a bit disingenuous to come and do this particular episode and be like, yeah, I saw Rise of Skywalker as if I was going to see it anyway. Sure. Because part of the truth of me thinking through Star Wars as I was thinking through it for this episode is I'm not that hyped to see Rise of Skywalker. Sure. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not I'm not like bummed on it. I'm not trying to hate on it. But I don't have that excitement. And yeah. I think that part of that is... Is the Disney model setting in. Right. I think Disney and the sort of, you know, commercialization. I mean, Star Wars has always been hugely commercial. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying back when it was a cool indie film, you know, but I just feel like they've they're going to beat that horse absolutely to death. Yeah. And I feel like part of the reason I'm not excited, I'm not excited to the extent I could be about Rise of Skywalker is I don't feel like it's it's a cultural moment that I need to see right now. Right. Because I feel like the next trilogy is gonna come up soon. Like yeah. they're gonna do a next one, you know, before long. Sure. Do you know what I mean? And so and maybe that'll change after I see the plot that they do there. Yeah the plot that unfolds in Rise of Skywalker, but this was initially my thought. is like, look, we've got Mandalorian. We've got, yep. you know, uh, baby Yodas all over the internet. This is just one more in a never-ending stream of Star yep. Wars. And so I feel like to some extent that can be good if you just love it. You know, I'm yep. sure like James, I'm sure is just bathing in all this stuff. I sure. mean, it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Yeah. At the same time, I feel like for me, who I'm a little more of a casual fan, it deadens any potential like climactic notion of a movie coming out yeah. does that make sense sure or anticipation or something so i don't know yeah. that so, that was why i didn't see it yeah and, so. and,
0: and the other thing that yeah, know the, the thing that people most hated well they also yeah. hated rose okay so rose is uh asian-american uh-huh. uh yeah. character who comes in to like kind of play against finn and they yeah. go on their own little adventure and, and that, that was cool thing. yeah yeah which which i enjoyed yeah um uh and i'll get into that in a second but the main thing that people hated was the treatment of luke skywalker okay mark hamill has even was head-to-head with ryan johnson throughout the filming of like there's a cool documentary i can show you about yeah. the making of the last Je- the yeah. last jedi yeah where basically ryan ryan's like there have been so many times where i've heard so many people like mark hamill and say you sure you don't want to make luke skywalker out to be this you know you know the greatest thing ever. Like he, he, yeah. he, you know, yeah, he he was the the hero of that trilogy, and now he yeah. has to be like uh-huh. just good, yeah, right, just good, uh huh. Um, and he's like, you know, I I went down that road as many times as I can I could, and I just have to trust my gut that like I think this is where he would end up. Interesting. And if you think about like his his path in like the original trilogy, it's yeah. like yeah you know yoda told him over and over he's like you know you're there's a lot of mixed emotion yeah. like like you're you, t- you're too old to be trained yeah. if you leave now and and go to save you know yeah. han and leia like you're never gonna you're not you gonna
1: know, do it you got to do it right or you're not gonna do it yeah. right <laughs> um, so so yeah. the,
0: and he's always making these yeah. kind of brash decisions and like he's mm-hmm. you know in the beginning he's his
1: father's son
0: yeah and it, in the, yeah. the, at the be, in the beginning of uh return of the jedi like as a kid i was like this is super cool he's all in black and Uh stuff and it's like but like there's a darkness to luke skywalker that he that he gains i think throughout the original trilogy he doesn't have in the first movie
1: it's not it's not a hero's journey in the sort of traditional sense in that way that he's sort of morally good necessarily i mean he is but there's there's conflict it's not it's not sort of it's not the matrix where he's the chosen one unequivocally yeah. you know it is a but, it's a mixed bag i don't
0: know i think to me the idea that luke skywalker would decide the power of being a jedi yeah shouldn't be yeah it's too is much interesting that is interesting and yeah. i like that i think that's cool um yeah. i mean look at all of the terrible things that have happened with people with these powers, mm-hmm. and and, and mm-hmm. he just wants it to go away. Yeah. And he thinks he's causing more harm than good. Yeah. Um. That's interesting. It is. That's fine. And he has his own arc. Yeah. You know, in that movie, like one of the coolest things I've ever seen in Star Wars, is a green lightsaber, uh-huh. clean cut, older Luke Skywalker just <laughs> taking as many <laughs> blasters as possible. Yeah. 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 And them just being spotless. Yeah. And the, the idea that Kylo Ren is just like. Just so yeah. mad, right? Yeah. And we haven't even talked about Kylo Ren. True, and, yeah. You know he's he's an interesting, super interesting character. Yep. Um, that <laughs> and Rise of Skywalker just really like it's really just a and I, I I'll, I'll I'll premise this with yeah I enjoyed the movie yeah I watched it and I left with a smile on my face yeah with my fist in the air like uh-huh. yeah I feel good yeah but. <laughs> I I'm just I'm I'm going through my head. I'm like I'm like how many of my list these listeners are going to just be mad at me? Like, yeah, that's oh, fine. So what happens is, yeah, l- let me just give you a rundown of Rise. Okay. okay, just a quick rundown. Okay, and you're you're seriously okay with this? Yeah, give me a so, rundown. And also like I'm just gonna also say, I'm gonna I'm never gonna go back and listen to this episode. I, sorry if you can hear Dolly. She's upset to be down here with us, but. <laughs> i i feel a little inarticulate with a lot of this stuff sure because a lot of it is kind of like emotionally charged for me oh yeah um just because of being such a big star wars fan yeah but also being such so rebellious against this idea of this big hive mind uh-huh
1: you have to feel this way about this movie <sighs> right? and this way about this movie Yeah. um it's it's overwhelm overwhelming yeah but so, so give me a rundown and then tell me Tell me your thoughts. So
0: Rise starts with, um, and I I think some of the choices they made are actually really cool and Mm -hmm. and enjoyable and very much popcorn in a great way. Mm -hmm. But it starts with Kylo Ren uh, basically barreling through space and landing on this place where he's finally found uh, that Emperor Palpatine is alive Mm. and hooked to a bunch of like weird kind of like David Lynch uh, Dune style stuff Mm -hmm. and he's got this huge arena of kind of ghost Siths around him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that he's been pulling the strings the whole time, Uh um, that he's just, he he needs something, right, in order to become fully powerful again. Yeah, yeah. But he's just kind of been down there. Mm -hmm. Obviously not the intent from the beginning. Yeah. The first three movies, you know, he wasn't, like, the only thing that was ever mentioned about Palpatine in the original idea was that maybe there was, I think in the third script, there was like a the equivalent of a voicemail, (laughs) you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he's dead. um, But they decided that he's alive Uh and that uh, basically that Kylo Ren has to bring, I think, Ray to him or something. Uh, Some of the plot's a little hazy to me because I saw it one time and it was just more of a joyride, right? Yeah. So then, you know, you've got, they have, like, they've decided that they're going to go through and try and reuse a lot of Carrie Fisher's yeah uh, yeah footage to yeah. like make make the make this new uh narrative work uh, which mm-hmm. we haven't talked about carrie, carrie fisher much but yeah she's like such a cool you know yeah. uh yeah. actor in person and writer sure. um and you know princess leia was like the first non-damsel in distress yeah like yeah, yeah. you know like taking care of business herself yeah. kind of character which is great but yeah. um you know, the Ray's going on this, like some, and this is the thing. I'm thinking back and I'm like, I'm thinking about trying to think of like details as to why they're doing what they're doing. And I'm like, I don't really remember. That's fine. Um, I mean, just but, the, yeah. So Ray, Ray's got to go on this, the, another like kind of like ad, uh, adventure to find something. To, yeah. To, yeah, to find something. And, and, and she's getting ready to leave. And then like Finn and Poe are like, no, we're all going together. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're basically saying, you know, in The Last Jedi, everyone went and yeah. did their own thing, but
1: yeah. we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Yeah, exactly.
0: They run into Kylo Ren, and they're all looking for this one thing. I don't even remember what the yeah. thing is, but yeah. like it has something to do with something
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. it doesn't matter <laughs> sure
0: and uh there's this super cool big lightsaber fight between the two of them on yeah. this ocean planet on the death star that has crashed into I, the ocean yeah, which saw is, that.
1: that's really cool it's dope that's really you know cool. you're watching it yeah. it feels good
0: yeah and they're just having these gnarly fights right and she ends up running him through with okay. a lightsaber yeah and he's laying there dying uh-huh and uh i even want to say like his mother like leia um is somehow communicating with him. Okay. You know, like... Yeah, yeah, And then as he's dying, I think Leia dies in her okay. sleep. Sure. And she kind of disappears. Okay. And, you know, does the whole Jedi thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then Rey heals him with her force powers. Okay. He uses force powers to heal him. And, and they set that up earlier in the movie. There's yeah. this big snake thing that she... That they're they're afraid of, but she's like, No, it's hurt. I'm gonna heal oh, it. You okay, know, sure, very sure, Disney sure. moment. Which is yeah. good. Yeah, I, of course. I like to see that, yeah. you know. Yeah. Any any with, to see a creature in pain to make it not a bad guy. That's good. Sure. And that's what I'm saying. A lot of this stuff, it's good, it's good to do that. Yeah. Like this the, the committee parts of this where it's like, yeah, this is morally better. And I'm like, uh-huh. I agree. Yeah, yeah of course. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they uh she heals him and uh-huh. then they leave. Blah di blah blah. A lot of stuff happened, blah blah uh Finn meets uh on the same planet, there's this uh, group of like stormtroopers who have rebelled, and uh-huh. they all decided together, like, I'm not going to kill this village. Sure. I, we're we're going to rebel and do our own thing. Sure. And they're kind of wearing, like, they almost look like a tribe of people, mm. um, and there's a plot point there that really, really bothers me and it's uh it's finn and then this new woman yeah. and they develop this bond really quick where they have to save each other and she's black as well okay and then at the end and then you see lando and then at the end they imply that land that she is lando's long lost daughter okay because you have two it just feels like <laughs> yeah well well she's black and he's black so like, clearly <laughs> clearly it's, it's his daughter <laughs> it, it just
1: feels sure kind
0: of gross to me but uh-huh. i don't think that was their intent
1: but um did they get did people get mad about that or anything or no maybe yeah. it's just me <laughs> okay yeah sure no um, i mean fair enough
0: you know but my, but in my opinion like you have such a great character with rose where right. you, she yeah, could have that's, played that sure but i feel like it's like the filmmakers are like well the fans hate ryan okay they hate his choice like yes. And ryan is a champion for this act actor rose okay kelly that's good um he's like posting pictures of her yeah. on, on on twitter even now saying yeah. queen you know yeah 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 um but they like give her like 10 minutes of screen
1: time so i guess this is and you can tell me the sort of big plot payoffs if you want to but i guess that's my question did you read rise of skywalker as primarily trying to land the plane in a course corrective type of way is Um, it how much of it is feels like response yes no absolutely what
0: What it feels like is we're going to acknowledge that ryan johnson made some decisions yeah and we're going to twist them in a way Uh to make it work it's basically jj abrams making episodes two and three in in one movie yeah making it two i see you know really quick so the big reveal yeah is that ray's parents Mm -hmm. were important okay and that uh, one of her parents was Palp- Palpatine's kid. Okay, so oh, okay. Yeah. the Emperor, Great Emperor Palpatine, was Ray's grandfather. So okay, they're like, so you have the bad guy of the movie, gotcha. Kylo Ren. His dad was yeah. the good guy. Sure, sure. And sure. now you have the and good guy in the movie, yeah. and then in sure. Uh, it's fine <laughs> it's fine yeah it's fine sure you know that, that she's a palpatine yeah and then it ends with uh after he after she is or after kylo ren is saved by her he ends up coming back mm-hmm. and saving her yeah and then like he's completely redeemed and he's it. Kill- yeah. he kills the knights of ren and helps her take down palpatine yeah and then they kiss uh-huh. which is like uh, don't make don't yeah. make it about that and then he just dies how due did, to wounds or something. so
1: how did they do palpatine was he like is he like a cg character or is um, that actor no, still i think it's the actor yeah okay wow
0: but uh, yeah and then the idea is i think that um ray has to kill palpatine sure in order for palpatine to become stronger you know the whole yeah, yeah. obi-wan thing to yeah, become yeah. strong the the big thing and what bothers me is like he tells her this mm-hmm. and then she's like then like just don't kill him then just don't do that you know it's just a Okay, so if, if I sit back and analyze it, there's a lot of like uh, moments. Sure, but yeah. when I was watching it, yeah, that he JJ hits all of those moments. He hits of, the things you want. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's a roller coaster. Yeah,
1: which is what Disney wants, right? Which is What Disney wants, and,
0: and apparently, you know, it's it's highly, really highly rated with the audience, yeah. and really lowly rated with. It's the opposite yes. of the Last Jedi. Yes, that's what the people want. That's what the people which, wanted. I mean, again, I enjoyed it. Yes. but I don't want to return. I well, don't want to go
1: back, and this is also the difference between somebody who analyzes films, right. and a big audience who and, doesn't. Yeah, and in that right? sense, like I guess I'm not being completely fair. Like, well, the way I'm the way I sure,
0: you know, consume things is just is not different. as common.
1: Yeah. That said, though, I mean, this is potentially one of the, and this goes back to us talking about like pop music and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. This is one of the features, whether you think it's good or bad, yeah. it's one of the features of the sort of Disneyfication of this particular yeah. you know, film series. Yeah. And Star Wars was enormous. It's not like it wasn't you yeah. know Disneyfied in some sense beforehand. It's this huge pop cultural phenomena. But at the same time, the fact that you really can't have filmmakers, writers, etc., who are going to take chances in these cases because you need returns right no, and that's you know they they tried that yeah uh, with ryan and it yeah backfired horribly these i mean these films the mcu the mcu has been kind of good at finding ways to still feel fresh without taking sure chances really yeah um, um but you have to be palatable to essentially the lowest common denominator yeah. of film viewer so I don't know. So, what are your thoughts about the future of Star Wars? Are you, you think um, we're getting more films? Are you excited for what's coming up? Yeah, I, I think we're going to get a lot of shows. Okay. With Disney yeah. Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. Um. The, another thought that I, another thought that I, that I had over the course of this conversation is, do I and my reason for not seeing Episode Nine? I'm curious if I feel like Star Wars itself has been is a horse that is slowly being beaten to death or if I just feel like the Skywalker single narrative yeah. thread had just sort of run its course and that's what I'm less excited about. Would I be hyped to see more things like Rogue One, even in cases where yeah. don't even connect it to Leia Organa and any of those people no. just make it in this yeah. world. So, yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I think the the, the plan as far as movies is like, mm-hmm. this is the end of that trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I don't want to come off sounding like a, a rickety old, like,
1: no. Yeah. You know, I understand, uh, you know, it's, it's the difference between criticism of art and being just, critical. Yeah, You know what I mean? You're not trying to shit on it, but yeah. you're trying to be analytical about it and right. not just fanboy about it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Have you seen The Mandalorian? No, I haven't seen it yet. I don't have Disney+. Plus. Yeah,
0: I don't either, but my sister and her husband do sure yeah. and over thanksgiving i watched it all but the last episode Oh, okay cool and this show has been according to the fans mm-hmm. and if you if you listen to the fans essentially they're like why didn't they let john favreau do the the movies this oh, is uh-huh. this yeah. is the first thing that's right. that, that's as good as the original you know yeah. trilogy since mm-hmm. the original trilogy and, and and then i watched it and i'm like i enjoyed it uh-huh but not not a lot of plot until the very end yeah um it just has a kind of a cool look and feel yeah for the most part sure and i enjoyed it but i'm i'm starting to think like that's kind of what people want yeah it's less about like yeah
1: it's it, about getting the look and the feel the look and the feel yeah. yeah and getting the vibe and letting you live in that star wars world yeah and have those nostalgic moments for like Oh, I remember when I first saw Luke go to Dagobah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, real yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Speaking of Luke, I would argue that Luke Skywalker was supposed to be a ray. It wasn't until Empire that they decided that Luke had had lineage. Interesting. Luke was supposed to be a nobody. Yeah. It was going to be a hero. Yep. I like that. Yeah. When it's whenever you start to think about like very specific plot points of like. Uh huh. Oh well actually Luke's Darth Vader's son. Like uh-huh. I get it. And I and, yeah. and, and to me I never remember a time where he wasn't. Sure. But at the same time when those
1: types of plot mm. points become just super Yeah um convenient. Yeah. Well I'd, it's like it's like the character who I mean even taking the sort of the potentially icky racial dimension out of it right it's it's even the notion that oh you met this other character oh guess what it's lando's daughter right yeah oh it's just you know there are six people in this world they're all related
0: (laughs) and they never yeah and they never say that sure but but i have read that that was the intent right yeah um but (laughs) and there are times where when rogue or rogue one when uh force awakens came out where they released uh finn Uh action figures Uh uh-huh and on the action figure pa- packages, it was it was called Finn, Finn Calrissian. Really? Yeah. Oh so my I God. wonder if that wasn't the original intent. Oh, okay. That, oh well, Finn is obviously Lando's son, <laughs> you know. But but that's the thing <laughs> <I> is, mean, <laughs> at, at first I was like, well, obviously yeah. they they wouldn't do that. But then they did it in the Rise of Scarwa- yeah. Skywalker with another with another, a with a woman yeah. stormtrooper who yeah. who we just haven't met.
1: I mean, like. The thing is the the notion that you would meet someone and they would be related to someone important like that would be so such low chances on this real actual planet we yeah. live on if you expand that into the galaxy where we can jump planets and we yeah. have all these intelligent species, the chances seem to become even lower. And so there yeah. is a bit of uh, sort of absurdity that yeah. can play in if you but, think about that you know, too much. The,
0: the movie does end with Ray. Yeah. I don't remember who she's talking to, but they're like, yeah. you know, someone, someone asks her or something like, mm-hmm. Who are you, Ray? Ray, who? And then she goes, If I remember right, she looks yeah. over and there's two Force ghosts. Luke and Leia, she sure. says "Ray Skywalker, and then okay. the movie ends. And gotcha. It feels great. Sure, yeah, sure. But <laughs> what if that had happened if yeah. she was a nobody and she was still yeah. taken under her wing by these two characters that we love so much? Sure, yeah. In and, and, uh, Colin Trevorrow's Traver- script, mm-hmm. he That's stuck what to his guns. Yeah. He's like, okay, here's what J.J. did, here's yep. what Ryan did, and yep. here's my version. Gotcha. And he was fired off the project yeah, or, sure. or left or something. <laughs> sure, yeah. But... I, I have so many mixed feelings about, and in a vacuum, I don't know how I would feel about it. It's uh-huh. more so just this whole like sc- screaming yeah. world we live in, where yeah. everyone is just screaming so hard, and yeah. like it's just difficult to like see anything for yeah. face value of actually what, what you it have is. to
1: see everything in the context of audience response to it. Yeah, and you can't see something in in and of itself really. <sighs> so. Well, let's rate it. (laughs) I mean, what could go wrong, right? Do you want to rate it first? Do you want me to? Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll let you go first. Okay. So, I mean, obviously this is one of those things that it's too massive to talk about in a single episode in any detail. I mean, we barely skim the surface. People spend their lives talking about this stuff. Beyond that... Just talking about the parts of Star Wars that I've engaged with and that I've enjoyed over the years, I have a soft spot in my heart for Star Wars, obviously, like sure. many Americans do. The Disney turn, I there are parts about it that I'm really excited about, and then there are other parts about it, just the sheer ubiquity of it everywhere, that yeah. get me a little less excited. Um, so I think some of those things will pull Star Wars down for me a little bit, but overall, I like Star Wars. I'm going to give it as an entire property... 8 out of ten, eight out of 10 parsecs, is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. Let's go with yeah. 8 out of 10 parsecs. Yeah. Isn't that a... As, long, that a-
0: as long as you don't choose
1: medi- midichlorians, <laughs> i right. right.
0: Okay. Because it's... <laughs> yeah. You don't want to... Don't do, make it don't about biology. That. Come on. That's weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's actually a higher rating than I'm going to give it. Um, okay. Because uh, the Star Wars of my childhood um, is one thing. Yeah. And that's what Star Wars is to me. Sure. But you just can't exist in a vacuum anymore. Yeah. Um and there are so many things attached to Star Wars Mm -hmm. now that Mm -hmm. just bum me out. Yeah. I'm gonna have to drop my rating. Okay. For for me and what Star Wars was to me growing up, it's a ten out of ten, right? Yeah. But now it's like we're gonna give it seven halved snokes. (laughs) Seven. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's good that's good yeah. so 14 snow calves all together <laughs> yeah 14 snow calves um mixed feelings mixed i have i have yeah. such mixed I, 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 do you have mixed feelings about your mixed feelings do you wish you yes. didn't have mixed feelings yeah no, exactly i i, yeah. I,
0: I, I, I yeah. part of those one of those mixed feelings is like no it's 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 star wars you it's should a just 10 love ten. yeah of course yeah. But it's like and I do, I yeah. do love it. Yeah. Um and I and I like I love all these I I like JJ Abrams is such a fun filmmaker. Sure. Ryan Johnson I think is yeah. like a great filmmaker. Yeah. But once again, we hit one of those Ray is like I think Ray's one cool. of my one of my favorite Star Wars characters, period. Yeah. And yeah. then and then they and then they made her kiss Kyla like they made it about love uh, and some some can say well no it's respect like they kissed each other on the mouth and he died uh, like at what point can you like just not go all the way there with oh well there's a blog online that's like shipping the Uh two right and then there's another blog online that's shipping you know it's like Uh it's about relationships and it's
1: about fan service I was gonna say we have to tick all the boxes the fans want and at some point the audience doesn't know what they want I mean, at some point, the audience—what the audience wants—is not what's going to be best and most memorable.
0: To give J.J. Abrams credit, Mm -hmm. where credit is due, he did make a really fun movie with some really fun characters that I really, really, honestly did enjoy. Yeah, and I really, honestly enjoyed every single movie. Yeah, even Solo. Yeah, you know, well, none of this is about shitting on Star Wars. Um, but he did say Mm -hmm. after the release of Rise of Skywalker, what do you have to say about um? the critics uh view of your movie and yeah. he said oh the critics are right it's like and and then but then they said well what do you have to say yeah. about the audience he's like the audience is right too uh-huh he said yeah. it's they're looking for different things yeah uh-huh. so it's like he he's like yeah. i know what this is he knows like, what he's doing the critics are right the yeah. audience is right yeah you know you just yeah this is the thing and the people who are going to enjoy it are going to enjoy it yeah yeah that's actually
1: a very kind of like a it's a mature a grown-up a grown-up yeah. stance on it is all right, so we got eight and seven out of 10 for yeah. Star Wars. Uh, a lot of mixed feelings, a lot of emotions.
0: I, I think it's <laughs> another Tom DeLong for it me. It is. It's, it's like, another
1: Tom DeLong. That's what I was going to say. You're so into it that your I score love it. is lower yeah i love mine. it i love yeah. star wars uh so i do have uh, one final question so this There's is probably like a hundred things that i yeah. have
0: notes on that i didn't even
1: mention so do this is a, a destination nation uh, network podcast uh go to destinationcomics.com, check out all the podcasts on there. uh good stuff feel free to reach out to us common creatives podcast on instagram and common creatives podcast at gmail.com let us know what you want us to cover in the future oh i do have one final question yeah uh before we before we cut at the beginning of the episode you said this is not gonna be a two-hour episode what time are we sitting at hour and 42 okay hour and 42 that's before editing so before editing it'll Uh, be a little it'll be a little shorter than that but yeah uh but not a whole lot so good any final thoughts on star wars or final thoughts on star no yeah (laughs) (laughs) so as far as i'm gonna think of a bunch of stuff that i should have said oh of course hearing about oh you can always 20 minutes star wars is big enough we can always come back uh so as far as yeah i'd love to just do like specific like episodes oh we can do that
0: do an empire strikes back episode come on absolutely like
1: but as far as the general gist of Star Wars, understanding things in their context of audience response and the Star Wars you grew up with and then the the questionable uh, prequels, would you say that you concur, Doctor? I would.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Also, last thing. Uh, yeah. James and I did used to choreograph lightsaber battles. Hell yeah, you did. In high school. <laughs> this isn't kid
1: stuff this, this is high school you're here for the the expert take yeah he and drove his expert. car
0: over to my house yeah. to choreograph lightsaber yeah. battles. this ain't okay. this
1: ain't joe's first rodeo
0: no i've i've, I've been around
2: <laughs> thank you for listening dnn